Hey friend, are you struggling to find consistent paid speaking gigs? Do you want to know the exact six steps that you can take to find and book more paid speaking opportunities in 2024? Well, we want to make that easy for you. We've created a new free resource with the help of Dan Irvin, one of our highly successful speakers on our team. Dan has booked over $100,000 in paid speaking gigs in the last few years, and his six-step process is going to help you maximize your chances of getting booked and paid to speak in any industry. You're going to learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, and proposal emails and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps and we're going to send you this 18-page guide straight to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps and you're going to get that free guide. Hey, thanks for listening. You're awesome. What's up, friends? Graham Bolton here. So excited to have you here today for a very important episode of the Speaker Lab podcast. Now, every year, my buddy Eric Reem and I uh, get on the podcast for an episode that we call the State of the Speaking Industry. And this is where we talk about how things have changed in the speaking industry and, and event space and what's on the horizon for professional speakers in the months to come. And so that's what we're going to be doing here today is we're going to be talking about the state of the speaking industry for 2023. We like to zoom out, talk about the big picture a little bit. And also, Eric's going to share some insights from recent speaking engagement and also what he's seeing that's happening on the ground and, and the front lines. There's a lot to be excited about, especially with the tension between the popularity of virtual events, the desire to return to holding in-person conferences as well. And so some industries are shifting entirely to virtual. Some are trying to maintain a balance between both. And some are just fired up to get back to shaking hands, making friends, kissing babies, all that kind of good stuff that we've missed out on the past couple of years. Now, there's some new unexpected areas in need of solution that good speakers can deliver. And there's a lot of great opportunities for beginner speakers to take by the horns and dive in as well. Now, don't get me wrong, though. We're not going to sugarcoat things. I know that the economy is, is you know, it's big in the news right now. Okay. And so a lot of industries and speakers are, are taking a hit in some ways. And so we're going to talk about those challenges too, how they affect our recommendations for aspiring speakers to focus on as they look at the, the year ahead and decide how to launch or accelerate your business. And in some ways, it's a scary time to start on your, on your own in a, a new and unknown territory. So hopefully this episode with Eric and myself is going to help you feel a little bit more confident going into 2023 whether this is your first or your 100th year speaking. Okay, maybe not 100th, but you get the idea. So let's get right to it. Here's my conversation with Eric Ream talking about the state of the speaking industry in 2023. Enjoy. Hi, friends. Grant Bolden here. Thanks for joining us today. We're also joined by uh, my good friend and co-host, Mr. Eric Ream. And Eric and I like to get together. We've actually done a lot of these recordings together, uh, but this is one that we've done on an annual basis for the past several years where we take uh, take some time, kind of zoom out. We're at the beginning of a new year. and We're looking at what, what does the year look like in terms of the speaking industry? And so obviously we've seen a lot of changes and shifts in the speaking industry in the past couple of years, thanks to the pandemic and all that has happened with that. We've had a lot of the dust settling from that. We've seen a lot of uh, good things, some interesting things happening with the economy, inflation, all that right now in the speaking industry. And so we're going to be spending some time talking about that. Eric's going to be uh, sharing with us several things he's seen on the front lines. I'm going to share a couple observations as well. Things that whether you're a new speaker, you're just getting started, you don't know what you don't know, or you're a veteran speaker, you've been at this for a long time, and you're trying to figure out what does 2023 look like for you and your speaking business. We are here to give you the state of the speaking industry. All right. So first of all, Eric, I want to start with you. Uh, why don't you kind of give us a big picture here? 
year, uh, at least in the past 12 months or so in 2022. How was your business? What did business look like? I know it was a huge, huge year of growth for you. Uh, what did uh, what was business like for you? But then also uh, talk to us about what um, you're kind of seeing in the, the speaking industry as we, we go into 2023. Awesome. Grant, thank you so much for having me. It's fun hanging out with you. I don't know how many episodes we've done now, but I really enjoy it. I was actually looking forward to this. This is the last thing I'm doing today. Had a couple virtual gigs today when I knew I was going to be hanging out with my friend Grant. That's a great way to end the day. So I'm so happy to be here hanging out with you. I got to tell you, last year was a good year. In fact, I've had a record year every year since 2014. Think about that. Every year is growing. Since I met you, Grant, my life is, I've never looked back. My life is, it was an inflection point. The, it was BG and AG. You know, there's life before Grant and life after Grant. So this last year I had 74% growth, which was awesome. That was huge. And I was right at where my goal was. So I set a goal where I thought I could be. I was right there. And so that was awesome. But you ready for this, Grant? This, this blew my mind. I threw this out to you several weeks ago when I was actually doing the numbers and since I started my speaking business in earnest in 2014, I met you in 2015. But if I added up all that revenue, over $2 million in revenue and speaking fees, man, it this blows my mind. And what blows my mind is I remember, you remember, we talk about this all the time. I remember that $1,000 check that I got, you mm -hmm. know, and that was like, that was a huge win. I mean, I thought I, I hit the lottery with that $1,000 check. And now here I am where I am later, a few years later, and this is, it's phenomenal. And so Year over year, I was doing the numbers, 141% growth uh, I've experienced. And so it's fantastic. And so I'm really excited to talk about uh, what I'm seeing on the front lines and hearing some of the things you're seeing and as we go into 2023 and help all the listeners prepare so you can really get the most out of 2023. It's going to be fun. So let's start by talking about uh, kind of where the speaking industry is right now. What are some things that have, uh, are you're seeing that are shifting, that are changing? What's maybe stayed the same? What's kind of some new opportunities that are presenting themselves? Like we touched on the, you know, the pandemic has had a little bit of a trailing, trickling effect, but also there's been a lot, uh, you know, in the past six to 12 months about the economy, about uh, recessions, about inflation. It's going to hit different um, uh, industry sectors differently than others. And so there's just kind of a lot of noise right now in, in the world. And so I think speakers are always kind of wondering like, yeah, what, what is this? mean for me uh, and my space as a speaker. So Eric, what are, what are you kind of seeing from that front? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, there's a lot of noise for sure, depending on what channel you turn to, the world's coming to an end. Uh, so it's, sometimes it's good just to clarify where we're at. And I think that's one of the reasons why we like to do this grant is because, you know, it's cut out all the, the distractions. Let's really focus on what's really happening out there. And so one of the things I would say is the thing I'm really excited about in our world grant, it's growing fast. And it's mainly because of technology. One of the things that the gifts that the pandemic gave us was the way to really leverage technology. Because of technology, it's easier to get content to consumers quicker, faster, and more efficient. Whether it's a live event, virtual event, uh, passive virtual, like online courses, recorded sessions. There's a lot of speakers now that I know that have studios that are set up. They're, they're doing hybrid things or recording things. They, they can add more content to uh, their, their clients or hybrid virtual. So like live events are supported by live virtual sessions before and after the event. There's so many different ways now that technology, if you're a speaker that's open to really getting outside the box and delivering your content in different platforms, the world is your oyster. There is no limit if you're willing to embrace the technology. That's the key. So there's so much opportunities if you're willing to do it. One of the things I, I noticed, I don't know if you've heard this in your world as well, but one of the things I really saw 
was a huge uh, resurgence of conferences. And it was almost like this pent up energy. And when I talked to event players, man, it's like uh, they didn't want to have open bars because like people had never seen an open bar before because they'd been stuck at home for so long. They came back and they just wanted to party. They wanted to get together again. They wanted to hug each other. They wanted to be around each other. And so conferences saw a huge resurgence after COVID. Now, there was a, you know, the economy kind of threw a wet blanket on some industries. You know, when we talk about the speaking industry, that's kind of a loose term because it's really sub industries. And so there are some speakers that may be really struggling right now because the industry they serve is struggling. So it's, it's hard to say as a whole, the industry, the speaking industry is going great. It depends on who you're speaking to. So some of the industries that I've seen that are struggling and you can confirm this if you on your side is the IT side. There's been a lot of struggles there. A lot of people being laid off in the IT world, especially out in Silicon Valley. If you're in sales, especially in the IT world, there's been some hits there. In fact, some of the personal speakers I know that that actually they deal with technical sales and IT sales, they've struggled a little bit. Retail, um, there was a little bit of issues there that I've noticed. But there's some other industries that are hot. Like right now, the service industry is really hot for two reasons. One, everybody wants to do things now again. They want to, all the things they couldn't do, now they want to go out and do things, vacation, hospitality, that kind of stuff. But it's also hard for people in the service industry to get good help. And so if you're a speaker that can help solve that problem in the service industry that's so hot right now, there's a lot of work for you out there. Also, one of the things I noticed too is essential industries like medical, that's a huge opportunity. If you can speak, especially on burnout, stuff like that in the medical world, there's huge opportunity there. Utilities, government, these are these are like essential employees that when COVID happened, you heard that term during COVID, essential, non-essential. Well, all those non-essential essential employees that had to work hard during COVID overtime, those folks really need support through human dynamics. How do you, how do you become, be a better leader? How do you get out of burnout? Those kind of things. So those are really hot industries right now. So if you speak on that, that's really, really good. So how about you on your side? Any industries that you know of specifically that's really hot that you've heard in your circles? Yeah, one thing I'd kind of piggyback on there as it relates to the virtual side of it is, you know, prior to COVID, and this is something we've talked a lot about prior to COVID and the pandemic, virtual wasn't really a thing. And uh, speakers didn't really take it seriously. Event planners didn't really take it seriously. All of a sudden, the pandemic comes and virtual becomes the only game in town. And I would totally agree that now that we are, you know, on the other side of this, uh, you know, hypothetical, I don't know if we're ever on the other side of this, but uh, what we've seen, though, is that uh, the live events, the need for live events, the desire for live events has come come back, but it's not come back in replacement of virtual, but it's come back in addition to. So we have a lot of, of in-person events. There's a lot of um, uh, virtual events that are happening. Like you mentioned, there's a lot of, of hybrid events that are happening. So it's really created a lot new, a lot of new platforms and opportunities for speakers that didn't previously exist. To piggyback in terms of industry, one that I've seen uh, that has seen a, a lot of growth lately is just hospitality, tourism. Again, a lot of people who are not traveling all of a sudden now want to travel. We went a year or so without really being able to travel much or, or being pretty restricted and limited with that. And so, yeah, to, to echo what you said there through the pandemic, that, that, that pent up demand of people just want to be together. And so even though we do a lot with virtual speaking and that's something that we we teach and we have a lot of speakers that do and have been very, very successful with, yourself included, um, the reality is like people still love being together in person. You 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 As much as uh, the, the upside of what Zoom presents, uh, it does not replace the, the need for hugs 
and handshakes and and high fives. So there's been uh, there's been a lot of, of shifts, obviously in the in the world, but a, a lot of great things that are happening. But one thing that I think that we've we've definitely noticed, Eric, is that uh, there's still an absolutely a need for speakers who can solve specific problems for specific audiences. Now, one of the things that we teach inside the the Speaker Lab is we teach the Speaker Success Roadmap, a five nip five step process that makes the acronym Speak. And one of those steps is selecting a problem to solve. Selecting a problem to solve, and you got to get really clear on two things. Who do you speak to and what problem do you solve? And so the more clear, the more specific you are on that, the easier it is to find and book gigs. And it's counterintuitive because a lot of times people think that the more things I can speak about, the more, uh, the, the wider I can spread that net, the more opportunities that I will have. But, but people are not uh, event planners and decision makers. They're not looking for generalists who can speak on any number of topics, but they're looking for specialists who can solve one specific problem for their one specific audience. So the, the illustration, the analogy I've used a dozen times that you love is uh, people are looking for uh, a steakhouse and not a buffet, a steakhouse and not a buffet. Meaning if you're looking for a good steak, you don't go to a buffet where steak is one of a hundred things that they offer that are all mediocre. You go to a steakhouse where they do one thing, but they do that one thing really, really, really well. And so as speakers in 2023, wherever you're at in your speaking journey, you want to be the steakhouse and not the buffet, solving one specific problem for one specific audience. Eric, anything to, to add to that? Yeah, a couple things. One is the reason why that's so important in 2023 is the economy's the economy and it's up and down. There's some fears with it. And so when that happens, then people start to tighten things up. And so if they start to tighten things up and they have to make some decisions on speakers, they're going to lean towards speakers that have tremendous clarity on the problem that they solve. So getting very clear on that is very important. Now's not the time to be vague. One other thing I want to mention on the virtual side that I've seen lately, Grant, in fact, in my own personal business, is that what I've realized with event planners, there's several event planners out there that learned through the pandemic that they could still solve problems for some of their audiences using virtual only. Where I see that big time is anywhere there's industries that require certifications. So there's some industries that they have continuing learning credits that they have to get to maintain some certain certifications like lawyers, doctors, things like that. They have to do several things throughout the year. It's much easier to deliver that in a virtual setting than to have to get up and go to a conference. So there's one particular industry that I, I talked to just recently, and they said, we're going full on virtual starting in 2025 because they just realized it's more profitable. It's easier to deliver it that way. So if you happen to work in an industry where certifications are big, lean into that from a virtual standpoint. You can make uh, huge profits by doing that, and that, including myself. One of the reasons why I'm growing so much is I've partnered with a company out in D.C. that needs certifications, and I've developed online courses for them, certification courses for them that we can do totally virtually. I never have to leave my house. It's fantastic. That's awesome, man. Yeah, again, there are just uh, there's enormous opportunities that largely didn't exist prior to the pandemic, especially in the virtual space. And so it's a really exciting time for speakers. Uh, so one of the things that, that we we as you all know, Eric, is we work with thousands of speakers here at the Speaker Lab. You've been a big part of that, uh, being in the trenches and sharing with speakers what's working, what's not, what we're what we're seeing from the front lines. Uh, and so again, in all the speakers that we work with, in all different industries, all different ages and stages of life, all different journeys uh, of where people are at, and actually in 
49 different countries all over the world. In fact, uh, we have seen really kind of three different phases that speakers kind of go through where speakers come to us. And so we're seeing um, some uh, some beginner speakers. We're seeing some um, uh, more emerging speakers and we're seeing some established speakers. And, and Eric, you and I have been in the process of kind of all three of these at various points in our own career. But let's take a second, kind of zoom out and look at for a speaker who's maybe more of a beginner, uh, like what should they be thinking about? What are some of the challenges, the opportunities that they may have in their speaking business in 2023? Yeah. And sometimes do you have to pinch yourself, Grant? Think about what you just said. Thousands of speakers, 49 different countries. Remember when you started and I think you actually sent in, uh, something out to us a long time ago. I was like, I remember when I was just trying to get 10 people that I could teach, right? You went from 10 people to thousands. So kudos to you, Grant. We never want to take that for granted. So 2023, if you're a beginner, this is what you need to really focus on. By the way, Grant was a beginner at one time. I was a beginner at one time. Even Brad Pitt was a beginner. I saw one of Brad Pitt's first movies. It was horrifying. I couldn't believe he even made it in Hollywood. I couldn't believe he got another movie after that. Everybody's been in a beginner stage. It's not like I'm comparing Grant to Brad, Brad Pitt, but it's pretty close. Hey, fun, fun fact that I don't know if you knew this. Brad Pitt and I went to the same high school. Oh, nice. True, true, sorry. Now, <laughs> I did very, not know very that. Very different generations, very different generations, but we did go to the, the same high school. That so is that's awesome. My, that's I my, did not know that. That fame. is fantastic. F- good fun fact. So what is what defines a, a beginner? Well, that's someone with little, no experience, little to no experience. At some point, you're at this phase. The primary problem with most people here right now, Grant, going into 2023, if this is you, the primary problem is you just really don't know what your positioning statement is. You don't even know how to position yourself as a speaker. That's the hardest thing for a beginner. Well, what's the cl- how do you... What's the solution to that? Well, you got to gain clarity on who your audience is. I got to tell you, one of the things when we start working with folks, the number one thing they always say is, well, I just talk to people. You know, we talk about this all the time, Grant. In fact, when I talk to students, I tell them you can never use that word ever again. Never use the word people. We don't speak to people. So you just got to figure out who your audience is. What's the problem that you solve for that audience? That's the big thing. Who's the audience? What problem do you solve? What's the transformation in order to get out of this? If you want to get out of the beginner phase, what do you got to do? In 2023, you got to have the courage and a system to get a speaking business off the ground. Courage being number one. Uh, one of the things we struggle we struggle with as beginners, I did too, Grant. In fact, you know, I tell people all the time, Grant, I tell people all the time that I leaned on your courage before I had my own courage. And there were several times I emailed you and said, hey, what do you think about this? All I wanted you to do is tell me, put your arm around me, Grant, and say, Eric, you're good enough. That's really all I needed to hear from you. And so we need that a lot in the beginners. What is the blind spot for beginners in 2023? This is what you got to be very aware of. Don't be story driven. And what I mean by that is every person that wants to be a speaker, they start there because they think they have a story to tell. That's really cool. But your story is the secondary thing. It's not the main thing. And, and so as a beginner, you have to learn to leverage your story to uh, upgrade or enhance a solution that you're bringing. But it can't be your story. That's the solution. It's the solution first. And your story gives you credibility. Does that make sense, Grant? Yeah, absolutely. And you're exactly right that there are a lot of speakers that come in and either say, hey, I, I just have a story or just want to help people or just want to speak to everybody. And again, we come from a good place of just going like, I just I just like speaking and the idea that I can do this, that I can help others, that I could get paid for this. Holy cow, this is just completely mind boggling. But one of the things that we try to do at the Speak Lab is really to help narrow in and focus in on here's what you need to be doing. Here's what you need to be paying attention to. And you're right, whenever it comes to, you know, helping speakers, like one of a part of our very, uh, of our, of our purpose 
purpose and our mission statement is helping speakers have the confidence, right? So the confidence that they can actually do this. And so we think about it like whenever you push that uh, uh, that first domino in a, in a trail of dominoes, that it gives you the confidence that like when you book that first gig that I, I can do this. And so for a, for a beginners who are just wondering like, do I even have what it takes? How do I get started? I don't know what I don't know. Who would I speak to? What do I talk about? That beginning phase everybody goes through that phase. Like you mentioned, we've gone through that. Anybody in any industry of any type of professional career, they go through that beginner phase. And so if you're in that beginner phase, that's okay. Don't be discouraged. Everybody starts there. You're in a good spot. So we go from the beginning phase into then the emerging phase. So Eric, kind of talk us through, what does that emerging phase look like? All right. So if you're an emerging speaker, this is who you are in 2023, Grant, your experience. You have some success speaking on stage, meaning that you've been asked to speak on stages. You've delivered some kind of talk successfully enough that you've been able to do it a few times. Here's the problem, though, with folks in this in this stage. I've been there, Grant. You've been there. We've all been there. Getting beyond sporadic speaking gigs, right? That's, that's what we hear a lot from our students. It's like, man, I, I've spoken several times. I love it. People come to me and say, man, you're so good at this. That's fantastic. You should do this more often. But they just don't know how to do it. How do I do this more often? It's one thing to get on stage. It's another thing to get on there on a repeated situation. So what's the solution? Well, you got to have a systematic approach. In fact, that was the gift you gave me, Grant. In fact, I, I would probably put myself as an emerging speaker when I met you in 2015. I was getting on stages. I'd made money. I just needed to figure out how to do it more often. And that's when you taught me the systematic approach. You got to do that with a focused and consistent work habit and mastering gigs from gigs, right? And you say this all the time, getting gigs begets more gigs, right? So once you start doing that, but it doesn't just come automatically. You got to have a system to capture those gigs. And so that's what these folks need at this stage. So here's the transformation. What you want to do in this stage in 2023 is you want to leverage speaking gigs into partnerships. I got to tell you, that's been the thing that's really elevated me, Grant, is not not to be that mercenary, but look for partnerships. In fact, I got four primary partnerships right now that I've developed that are really the base of my main growth year over year. That's what you're looking for is you want to leverage these speaking gigs into a uh, more partnerships. But the blind spot that speakers find themselves in in 2023, if you're an emerging speaker and you've had sporadic gigs, you're trying to systemize it. Here's what you need to remember. You can't be speak, speaker centric. Everything rises and falls with you. If you're not on stage, you're not making money. If you're not the one making the calls, you're not making money. If you're not sending out the emails, you're not making money. If you're not sending the contracts, you're not making money. Everything rises and falls. There's a lot of manual levers and you're the only one doing that. So you got to start thinking about applying the system And you got to start thinking about taking some of the money you're making and reinvesting it back into resources so not everything falls on you. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, this is a real transitional phase for speakers where you kind of you're going from an amateur to a professional. And so for a lot of times for amateurs, like you mentioned, it's times where you've done some speaking before, you enjoy it, you've been paid a time or two. It's been some referrals, some word of mouth, some repeat stuff, and it's stuff that's like falling in your lap, but it's not predictable, it's not sustainable, it's not a business. You're just kind of waiting on something to fall in your lap and you, 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 you can't run a business that way. And so going from that amateur phase to going like, no, no, this is a real business and I need to consider like, what's the predictable systems that I need to be putting in place? What are the potential hires that I need, to, I need to make? What are the systems that I need to have for you know logistics and customer service and travel and contracts and all of these things, parts of the business where, again, you're treating it like a professional, whereas historically, maybe you've not done this. But if you're really going to level up into this emerging and then even beyond, again, you got to treat it like a serious business. So we go from the beginner phase, we go to the emerging stage, and then that leads us to the established stage. And so Eric, kind of talk us through what, what does that look like? I love this stage. I've been 
knee deep in this stage uh, for the last few years and and really on the top end of it. This is a fantastic place to be. So when you're here, now you're experienced delivering paid gigs and you have some recurring cash flow. Grant, I remember when I started getting checks every week. You know, when I was still getting checks mailed to me, and you go to the mailbox, there's another check. You go to the mailbox, another check. I remember I'd go weeks with zero. Now, every week, I got cash flow coming in. That's fantastic, but it also can crush you if you're not ready for it, right? And so this is important. The primary problem with speakers in this situation is maintaining momentum, number one. It's great to get the momentum, but you got to be deliberate in maintaining the momentum. You don't want to lose it once you created it. Also, remaining relevant, because you have to evolve as a speaker. You have to grow as a speaker. You can't get stagnant with your messaging because you got to remain relevant, especially if you want partnerships. And here's the big one, not being crushed by the growth of a thriving speaking business. In fact, hmm. the Speaker Lab has dealt with that a little bit. We've had major growth, Grant, and we, we, were, we could get crushed by that growth if we don't align some things to manage that growth. So what's the solution? Well, the solution during this phase going to 2023 for anybody that finds himself here is you have to expand and monetize your signature message. By this time, you've got a pretty solid message, but you got to expand on that. Um, and you got to bring on some human resources. There's no, there's no choice at this point. You can't do this alone. You'll be on Desperation Island if you do. So you have to bring on some human resources to help you manage the marketing and sales, leverages those, par those partnerships and the passive income. And here's what happens. If you start to do this properly, well, here's the transformation you're going to experience in 2023. You're going to start to get balanced in your speaker life with a strong team and an upgraded system that will help you maintain the momentum, manage your growth, and capitalize on some passive income strategy. You talk about this all the time, Grant. You're just a high-level blue-collar worker. You're trading time for money on stage. Mm -hmm. Well, at some point, you're going to have to figure out how to turn that into some kind of passive revenue stream so it doesn't depend on you physically so much. And so here's the blind spot for speakers is sometimes your growth will outpace your resources, and you have to align the resources with that growth if you're going to have a long-term business. That's the key. Yeah, you touched on this where I remember a, a friend told me early on in my own speaking business, and when I was in that beginner phase, he said that, that speaking is a high-paying manual labor job and that you get paid really, really well to stand on stage and talk, but the nature of it is you have to get on a plane, you have to leave your home, you have to leave your family, you have to go somewhere and show up. It's kind of like a surgeon, right? You, the, a surgeon makes really good money, but they have to show up and perform surgery. As speakers, we have to show up and perform the, 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 the speech that we're delivering, right? And so in this phase, as an established speakers, there's a lot more consistent gigs that are happening, but it's still like for, for some speakers, they just feel, they feel stuck. They feel trapped. They feel like they're a dancing monkey and going, how do I get off this tread, this treadmill? How do I get out of this hamster wheel of going? It's just, everything is, is dependent on me. I have to do everything. I'm wearing all the hats. I'm spinning all the plates and it's just, it almost becomes overwhelming and exhausting. And so, yeah, this is something that in fact, we are, we've spent a lot of time uh, working on a brand new program that we're, we're just going to tease at the moment here. We're going to be talking more about this in, in, in a future uh, conversation, uh, but we're talking about a new uh, master's program where if you fall into this category of an established speaker and you're running into some of these challenges of managing and navigating a growing speaking business, uh, this is something that Eric uh, has really dealt with firsthand and uh, is going to be teaching and, and training on. So uh, Eric, to kind of put a bow on everything here, as we look at uh, the, the going into 2023, what are some of the main things that, that speakers should be focusing on in order for this to be their, 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 their most successful speaking year yet? Yeah. So if I'm in your shoes and I am, because I'm a full-time professional speaker too. And so I'm speaking to myself, Grant, as I say these, these are three things going to 2023. If you can do these things, it's really gonna set you up. 
Number one is you got to be clear on the a problem that you solve. You got to have tremendous clarity, tremendous focus. If you do that, you will separate yourself from other speakers. There's a lot of speakers out there that don't have that clarity. If you can get clear on the problem that you solve, you're going to be golden. Number two, consistency. And it has to be in prospecting. Grant, I work with a lot of students. You work with a lot of students. This is by far the biggest issue speakers have. In 2023, whether you're a beginner, emerging speaker, or established speaker, you have to consistently prospect at least five days a week without fail. So put that on your calendar. Put that on your to-do list. It has to happen. And then finally, in 2023, you're going to have to have mentorship. you got to have it. Every year, when I bring mentors in my life, I never regret it. So you need guidance and help with your blind spots and future planning. So all these three phases, we identified the blind spots, but it's mentorship that's going to help you maintain awareness of that and fill those gaps. So every speaker, focus on the problem you solve. Be consistent with your prospecting and make sure you have a mentor in your life. And you'll that's the foundation of succeeding in 2023. Absolutely. And if you're hearing these right now and you're going like, listen, I don't I don't know who I should be speaking to, what problem I saw. I need that help with that focus. We want to help you. We want to work with you on that. If you're going, hey, I, I recognize the importance of prospecting. I can I can no longer just sit back and wait for gigs to find me. Great. We want to work with you. We want to show you the systems and processes, tools that you need. If you're looking for that mentorship guidance of going like, I just need to be around other speakers and people who are with me, alongside me, but also people who are, who are a step or two ahead of me in the journey, we want to help you. And so, uh, yeah, 2023 is going to be an absolutely phenomenal year for the speaking industry. This is a huge opportunity for you. Don't miss out on this. If you're someone who's been considering being a speaker, maybe this is something you kind of kicked the can down the road for many, many years going like, ah, eventually when the timing's right and when the stars align, then eventually I'm going to jump into this. No, this is your year. Stop waiting. Stop wondering if you have what it takes. Link arm in arm with us. We want to help you build and grow your speaking business and uh, and make this year your best year yet. So Eric, thanks for the insight. Thanks for the feedback. And uh, we will see you uh, see you on the other side. You guys are awesome. All right, there you have it. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Speaker Lab podcast. Now, I want you to know that we do this podcast simply because we want to serve and support speakers like you. We don't charge anything for you to listen, but in return, we do have one small favor to ask. Would you be willing to subscribe to the podcast where you're listening right now? Hit that subscribe button. Also, leave us a rating and review within iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to these podcasts. We read every single one of them, and they also help other people to find the show. Also, if you are looking to take the next step in growing your speaking business, be sure and check out thespeakerlab.com. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com. We've got a ton of free resources and tools there, and you can also learn more about the programs that we offer, which include one-on-one coaching. Our mission here is to help you find the confidence, clarity, and clear path that you need to own your speaking success. So again, check us out over at thespeakerlab.com. As always, we appreciate you hanging out with us, and we'll catch you next time. You're awesome.